Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Wasteland Remastered, Two Point Hospital, and Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. The games coming out this week include Tom Clancy's The Division 2 Warlords of New York, Baron Fur is Gonna Fly, and 60 Seconds. Now onto last week's biggest news stories and we have 7 to cover this week. Number 1. What you can expect from the next generation of gaming by Phil Spencer on Xbox.com. The future of gaming has never been more inspiring, creativity in games is flourishing, new services empower you to discover more games and bring you closer to the games and creators and streamers you love. The cloud creates a massive opportunity to stream console quality games and play with the people you want wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know you expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will be defined by worlds that are more visually astounding and immediately immersive, with innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage technology to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators constantly. Compared to the previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power and speed in console design, advancing on all technological fronts to delivering amazing, dynamic living worlds and minimize any aspects that can take you out of the experience. The Next Generation Custom Processor Xbox Series X is our most powerful console ever powered by our custom design processor, leveraging AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architectures, delivering four times the processing power of an Xbox One, and enabling developers to leverage 12 teraflops of GPU performance that is twice that of an Xbox One X and more than eight times the original Xbox One. Our patented form of variable rate shading empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the full power of the Xbox Series X. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. Hardware Accelerated DirectX Ray Tracing You can expect more dynamic and realistic environments powered by our Hardware Accelerated DirectX Ray Tracing, at first for console gaming. This means true-to-life lighting, accurate reflections, and realistic acoustics in real time as you explore the game world. The next console generation will be defined by more playing games and less waiting. And when play begins, we know many gamers demand ultra-low latency to be as immersed and precise as possible. To this end, the team analyzed every step between player and game, from controller to console to display, and asked how we can make it easier. SSD Storage With our next generation SSD, nearly every aspect of playing games is improved. Game worlds are larger, more dynamic, and load in a flash. And fast travel is just that, fast. The new Quick Resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning to you where you were and what you were doing without waiting through long loading screens. Dynamic Latency Input With Dynamic Latency Input, a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed, controls are even more precise and responsive. HDMI 2.1 Innovation We've partnered with the HDMI forum and TV manufacturers to enable the best gaming experience through features such as Auto Low Latency Mode and Variable Refresh Rate, ensuring minimal lag and the most responsive gaming experience. 120 frames per second support With support for up to 120 frames per second, Xbox Series X allows developers to exceed standard 60 frames per second output in favor of heightened realism for a fast-paced action. 
The benefits of the next console generation extend in every direction, bringing greater visual fidelity and improved loading speeds to your existing gaming legacy, in addition to new games. We're continuing our commitment to compatibility with Xbox Series X and investing in technology that makes game ownership easier across generations. This means four generations of gaming, with backwards compatibility from the original Xbox, 360, Xbox One, and now Xbox Series X. Smart Delivery This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on the Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making this commitment to use Smart Delivery on all of our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console they choose to play on. This technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will release on Xbox One first and come to Xbox Series X later. A generation with players at the center, Xbox Series X is our fastest, most powerful console ever, designed for a console generation that has you at its center. This means a high fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design, with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting. Whether it's empowering amazing creators that are 15 Xbox Game Studios, fueling game discovery with Xbox Game Pass, or expanding what and where you can play with Project X Cloud. Team Xbox stands for frictionless pathways between players and the best experiences our remarkable art form has to offer. Xbox Series X represents the same commitment for players who want immediate immersion in games that also look and feel better than ever. We can't wait to share more details about the new Xbox with you in the coming months. Oh boy, now that was one of the longest news stories we've covered here on the Xbox and 10 podcast, but obviously it was well worth it. Phil Spencer himself talking on Xbox.com about what we can expect from Xbox Series X just to fuel all of our excitement. To me, one of the biggest takeaways was the smart delivery, which is similar to PC as you only have to buy a game once depending on what type of configuration that you have. It was really cool to see also that CD Projekt Red did confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 would be one of these smart delivery titles. So when we all buy it day one for Xbox One, we will then get a free upgrade at a later date when the Xbox Series X update is available, making it run better and look better than I'm sure ever. There were some other details that came out about this blog post this week, including that the quick resume feature will also be accessible after you do a full system reboot so you can jump back instantly into wherever you left off the game. All these details have me extremely excited for the next generation of gaming with Xbox Series X and their plans for E3. I think Microsoft has been killing it with their marketing so far on this next gen console. We still know so very little about the PlayStation 5, but I can't wait to find more details out about both and get my hands on it later this year. I highly recommend that you go read the full blog post as I did condense it a little bit, even though that little bit took up most of the time a normal show takes. Number two, games with gold for March have been announced. From March 1st to the 31st, you can get Batman the Enemy Within. From March 16th to April 15th, you can play Shantae, Half Genie Hero. And then on Xbox 360, from March 1st to the 15th, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. And Sonic Generations from March 16th to the 31st, both of which are backwards compatible. Number three, Xbox are adding the option to eject discs from Xbox One using a controller. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Xbox will soon be rolling out a feature where players can eject discs from their consoles by using the X button on the controller. It's only available for Xbox insiders at the moment, but will arrive for everyone else soon. Such a simple feature that is weird that it was never included, but a nice little accessibility feature for all of us Xbox owners. Number 4. Phil Spencer talks about his vision for consoles beyond Xbox Series X. Chris Priestman at IGN writes, 
Xbox boss Phil Spencer recently talked about where he thinks Microsoft will take gaming in the future beyond the next-gen Xbox Series X, specifically when it comes to business models, monetization, and cloud streaming services. Spencer joined Insomniac Games CEO Ted Price for an hour-long episode of the AIAS Game Makers Notebook podcast to discuss what lies ahead for Xbox and Project X Cloud and thoughts on monetization, among other topics. One major topic centered around whether he thinks the industry will move from console wars to cloud wars in the future. Quote, I hope not, end quote, was his immediate reply. Quote, I think I'm going to have a game console plugged into my television for the next decade plus. I think the best way for me to play on my television is going to be having a device that downloads the games I want to play, but sometimes I'm not going to be in front of my television, sometimes in front of a device that has a native capability to play. That's our bet on the cloud, end quote. Quote, once you get through the pragmatics of making a game playable on multiple screen sizes, then you get to the promise, end quote, Spencer said. Quote, you start talking about, well, wait a minute. Now, if my game isn't just dependent on this one piece of hardware that someone maybe bought five years ago in the home, but actually something that a large cloud provider is updating on the back end and is scalable, then what can I do with our games? That is a very cool feature up and down. How do we scale the cloud computer to the creative experience that somebody wants to deliver? End quote. I only highlighted a few notes from this article and his discussion on the podcast. I listened to the full podcast, and if you're an Xbox fan, I highly recommend you go hear Phil Spencer's thoughts on all these topics. Really a cool insight from Phil for what he thinks of the next generation and beyond. Number five, the new Xbox One home screen is a lot cleaner. Ethan Gotcha Kotaku writes, Microsoft released a new update for the Xbox One home screen yesterday that makes recently played games easier to find and removes a lot of the extra junk that had previously been taking up real estate. The three rows that used to make up the home screen have now been condensed and moved. Now in the center, there are two sets of titles made up mostly of recently used apps and games alongside a few ads and the Game Pass mixer and store tabs are dedicated rows below that. I've always enjoyed the Xbox One's mosaic interface and if Microsoft is going to bombard me with awesome deals, at least the particular square now blends in better with the rest of the layout. I for one am a huge fan of this update with the new Xbox One home screen. My god how far we've come from launch with that connect focused dashboard. What a mess. Number 6. EA is reported to have canceled a Star Wars Battlefront spinoff. Heidi Nicholas of True Achievements writes, EA is reported to have canceled a Star Wars Battlefront spinoff project codenamed Vikings, which they had apparently planned to release this year alongside the launch of both next-gen consoles. This comes from Kotaku, who say they got this information from interviews with six people familiar with EA's inner workings. The project, which would apparently have had open-world elements, is said to have been in development throughout 2018 and was canceled in the first half of last year. This makes it, says Kotaku, the third Star Wars game that EA has canceled since 2017. Viking sounds as though it would have been a big project if EA was planning on releasing it alongside the Xbox Series X and PS5, but the sources said that, quote, too many cooks was a running theme, end quote, regarding the game's development. Another disappointing story in the saga that has been the deal with EA and Star Wars video games. Unfortunately, another canceled game, but a canceled game is often sometimes better than a bad game. And number seven, Destiny 2 is finally getting Trials of Osiris next month. Ethan Gacha Kotaku writes, Last night players completed the final stage of Destiny 2's Imperium Foundation event, resulting in an announcement from Bungie that the beloved high-stakes player-versus-player mode from the first game, Trials of Osiris, will be returning on March 13th. Quote, D2 needs aspirational experiences like Trials and PvP, end quote, the game director Luke Smith said on Twitter. Trials of Osiris hasn't been around since back in 2017 in Destiny. In that version, teams of three players battled against one another through successive matches where their individual power levels 
levels mattered. Players get rewards relative to the number of wins they'd earned, and players who went flawless and achieved 9 wins and 0 losses received the special honor of visiting Osiris's lighthouse on Mercury. Bungie tried to bring back some of that magic in Destiny 2 with a mode called Trials of the Nine, but it just wasn't the same. According to a brief developer video, the new version of Trials will be much like the old one, even bringing back the original armor sets players could earn. And if a team of players is able to go flawless, the Trials armor will even start to glow. On Twitter, Smith confirmed that the mode's matchmaking will also take into account players' current records, in addition to their connection speeds. If two teams are hunting for their ninth win, they're more likely to be paired up to increase the drama and tension. Of course, if they win, they won't be going back to the old lighthouse. Instead, players will finally get to visit the new beacon they've been helping to construct as part of the game's ongoing Imperium Foundation event. For the last several weeks, players have been harvesting literally billions of pieces of Fractaline, the current season's main currency, and donating it to the Foundation in hopes that something cool would happen. Really cool to see this mode finally coming back. Back in my Destiny 1 hardcore days, I was obsessed with this mode as I thought it was one of the most ingenious PvP modes to come out to video games in a long time. Maybe it's finally time I get back on the Destiny 2 grind to finish up, do the raids, and get back competitive with Trials of Osiris. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is brought to you by Tom Gresham from ItStillWorks.com. The roots of success. Although it never managed to outsell the PlayStation 2 or even come close, the Xbox established itself in the console market place based on several factors. The most significant for the history of gaming was the introduction of Xbox Live. Although other consoles had some online features, Xbox Live changed gaming permanently by making online play central to the console experience. Another major factor was Microsoft's acquisition of Bungie Studios. Bungie's flagship Xbox game Halo was a huge success and remains one of the most influential shooters ever released. The sequel, Halo 2, sold a record-breaking 2.4 million copies in its first 24 hours and became one of the most popular games of its generation. A third factor was the huge price cut. From $299.99 to $199.99, Microsoft introduced in the spring of 2002. Sales of the console increased by over 50% from the first half of 2002 to the second, giving Xbox a foothold in more gamers' living rooms. I'm not sure what year I got my original Xbox, but I love some Halo on it. Cannot beat that split-screen goodness. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, please leave a review to give it some more exposure, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't had too much time to game, but I jumped into a few games of Smite. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.